Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. Get it? AMPM podcast. How's it going, everybody? Manny Coates here, and I am joined by Janine Hong. How are you doing, Janine? I'm pretty good today, Manny. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And uh, guys, it's, I haven't done an interview in a while, so this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Janine's been selling for uh, just under two years, I believe, and um, she's doing pretty well. So she's got some interesting uh, tidbits to talk about, some, some strategies. So we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. So I want to throw some uh, rapid fire questions at you real quick, about five or six questions, just to get everybody up to speed as to where you're at. Is that cool? Okay, let's get started. All right. So first of all, uh, you sell private label, correctly? Oh, correct? Yes, just private label. Okay. And how many products do you uh, do you sell? Right now, I have 15 skills, like two home run, a couple of passive income, and a couple that's, yeah. Okay. All right. And um, what, since you, last year was your first full year of business, um, how much money did you generate through your private label business? So last year I did uh, $375,000 and this year I'm on track to do $2 million. Wow. Cause that's a big jump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning as I go and I'm utilizing a lot more strategies uh, this year. Now that I kind of know a lot more about what I'm doing and um, you know, just a lot of very good keyword research that's just kind of really helped them start my business. Cool. So you went from almost 400,000 last year to um, how much per month now? About 170, 180? Uh, 170 to 200,000, depending on the month. You know, they say June is supposed to be like slow, Manny. It hasn't been true for me. Like I was freaking out thinking, oh my God, February is going to go down. March is going to go down. In the summer, it's going to go down. But my sales have actually been going up. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's great. So, um, I have to ask this out of the, let's, let's go back to last year. Out of your 400,000 that you sold last year, um, where would your profit margins fall? Uh, between 25 to 30%, if you're counting uh, everything, like after all my fixed expenses, cost of goods sold and all that stuff. Okay, and then now that you're up to almost $200,000 a month, so you're, do, you're doing in every two months what you did uh, last year in total, where are your profit margins? Have they changed? Uh, they, they got a little better because, you know, a lot of the fixed costs, like um, just software that I use, tool that I use, people are higher. Those costs doesn't go up as much. You know, they are marginal increases. They're, they don't double when you sales double. Okay. So now my profit margin is um, maybe a little over 32% last time I checked. Wow. Okay. That's good. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to dive in guys. So if you're listening to this while driving in the car, stay tuned because I'm going to, I want to find out how she found this product. Um, I want to find out how Janine is uh, doing her promotions, how you're doing compared to your competitors. If you're doing that, those kinds of numbers, you're probably crushing them in, in certain ways. I want to talk about that. There's a lot of, I have a lot of questions. So, um, and I want to try to get this all in in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> okay. Um, really quick, in less than a minute, can you tell us how you got started on Amazon? Kind of like what that journey was like? Um, so my journey is always, I've always been an e-commerce person, started on eBay, doing that since I was like 18 years old. Took a quick break when I became a pharmacist. Cause you know, when you're making like $120,000 a year, it just didn't make sense to like keep doing eBay when all I made was like 50 to 70 bucks a day. So then I got introduced to Amazon uh, by a coworker. His name is Brian. He's been like a real rock star to me. And ever since I found out that there's this platform where you don't have to do any work, they do everything for you, 
that was so intriguing for me. The second I heard that, I jumped right in, and within three weeks, I'd already sourced three products. Wow. Okay, that's great. And then you said how many how many SKUs did you say you had total? So right now I have about fifteen SKUs. Two of them are like home runs, and uh, some passive income that makes like anywhere from one to three thousand dollars a month. Uh huh. Okay. Any duds in there at all? Yeah, I have one that I got to dump right now. You know, many like big sellers, like people, they think that everything you come out with is a home run product, right. but like that's so not true, right? No matter what kind of research we do, we can do our due diligence and sometimes things just doesn't quite work out. And I don't know if this is true in your experience, Manny. Do you have products that sometimes you're like, ah, I got to dump this one and move on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and not, it's, it might not even be a different product. It might be a variation of a particular product. Um, yeah. Exactly. And not everything that you roll out, no matter what kind of research that you do, would be a home run product. So if any of your listeners listening right now, I want them to know, you know, if you have two products or three products that you're doing and it's not quite working out the way you want it to be, you got to keep trying. You know, maybe your fourth product is going to be your home run product. My first three didn't quite work out. My fourth one hit it. And I, I jumped from 50 grand a month, to 80 to 100 to like 170 a month on one product. Nice. Wow. So your very first product was good? Uh, well, the first three, well, because I sourced my product within three weeks of learning about Amazon FBA. I didn't even know what BSR was. I didn't know like how to do the proper product research. I just jumped right in. Um, so one of them is passive income right now. Two of them I already dumped. But the point is, the, the point is I did it. You, yeah. you have to take action, right? You can listen to podcasts. You can listen to as many as you want and do all your book reading, all that stuff. You have to dive in and just take action. The first three products didn't work out. Well, guess what? I'm not crying about it. My fourth product did uh, a home run and I quit my job even though I was making $120,000 a year. So, you know, just take action. It may, yeah. it may work for the first time. It may not. Keep trying. You don't fail until you stop. Yeah, how much money did you start with uh, to get those first oh, three or four products going? Like two thousand bucks. You, you That's can it. Start, yeah, you can start in this business with so little money. Okay, so you said you had three product. Your fourth product was the home run. Um, how much would you say you had spent up to that point? Not just on products, but on advertising, your launches, everything that you were doing before that fourth one kicked in. Was that just a couple uh, thousand? No more than like four or five thousand bucks, including giveaways, promotion, PPC, Facebook ad, including like all of that. Okay. All right, cool. So that's not a lot. A lot of people think that you, you need to come in with a hundred thousand dollars. That makes up. Oh my up gosh. No, that's oh. like, so not true. That's really, yeah. really not true at all. You, you know, the keys will take action. Even if it doesn't work out, you learn the process. When I did my first FBA shipment, I mm. sat there for like four hours. Literally. I sat there for like four hours, Manny, but I learned the process and I did it. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking, we were, we were just talking, um, um, just before we started the podcast here about our journeys and, um, you know, like listening to podcasts as an example, you know, where uh, Janine and myself, anytime there's a spare moment, whether you're waiting in traffic or you're in my case, even when I was showering or whatever, I'd have a speaker. I was listening to podcasts. I was, I was absorbing all the information and learning. Janine, you were doing the same thing. You just got to just kind of keep that information going. Yeah, of course. And edu but education without action doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. And the reverse is also true. Action without education is just being, you know, irrational. <laughs> you have to have both. So just, just go out there and do it. And your Facebook group is so active. I cannot believe how helpful people are. When I first started and I had my first boat order, I was freaking out and I didn't know how to do it. It was like six in the morning. I went on the page on your Facebook group to ask people for help. 
Within minutes, I had five people jump in to help me, sending me all these videos and YouTube tutorials that they like. The community was so helpful and so very active. I highly recommend that as well. Yeah, and I appreciate that. It, for those of you that aren't are listening for the first time and don't know about the group uh, that Janine's talking about, it's called the FBA High Rollers Group. Okay, it's on Facebook. Um, you can type that in. Some other people have started copying the name, but um, if you want to get there directly to this group, there's over 45,000 Amazon sellers in this community. So it's humongous. Okay. Um, you can get there by going to our podcast site, go to ampmpodcast.com forward slash Facebook, and that'll redirect you right to our group. You can join. Um, and then, yeah, just like Janine, uh, when you're first starting out, uh, just ask the questions that you have, do the search, right? Before you start asking questions, use a search field because whatever you're going to ask, I, I'd Yes, you know, 99 out of 100 times, it's already been asked and it's been answered multiple times and you're going to get just a, a plethora of, of information and, and answers to your questions in there. So that's pretty yeah, cool. People are really, really helpful on that group. I was very amazed. I got answers within minutes. It was yeah. at six in the morning. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's, it's global, right? There's people all over the world. So you got people yeah. nonstop going. Let me ask you this. Um, in terms of... Um, only having spent, you know, $2,000 initially and, and less than 5,000 to get up to prod, product number five, I guess, uh, or four, sorry. Did you, I mean, are you going after like super cheap products, super small? Are you doing something differently? What's your, your, how do you do it? Well, so the key is um, search keyword volume, right? You want to go after a, uh, a product that has a lot of keyword volume that's not too saturated, I'm not afraid of competition, but I don't go into saturated niches. So um, with my product, there's a lot of different keywords that you can call it. Like if you show my product to 10 different people and you ask them, hey, in two words, what do you call this thing? And I say two words because that's main keywords, right? We don't look right. for a lot of details here, two words. What do you call this thing? You would get 10 different answers. So it's just a plethora of the different keywords that's available to that product. It gives you a lot of room to kind of go after different keywords and we're all the competitors. We're not all going to the same keyword. So, you know, um, PPC is a little bit lower. And if you have the time to do your keyword research and do your due diligence, you will come out on top. Your competitors might be lazy. They don't know those keywords existed. They don't go after them. And that's what happened in my niche. I feel like my competitors, they rank for a couple of keywords and they forget about it. I go in there and I go after, I start with like maybe the sixth or the seventh keyword. You don't want to go to, uh, for the top one or two when you're first starting out. It might be too competitive. Mm -hmm. Go for like, the, I start my way from the bottom up. So I claw my way through. I stampede on, on a lot of the guys on page one. Eventually I make my way to the top. Okay. And I, I'm always um, very aware of where I rank on all these keywords relative to my competitors. So I know you have a tool that does that for you in Helium 10 mm -hmm. and people, you need, you need to use that tool to pick like 10 to 20 keywords to focus on. Don't start too big where you get overwhelmed and always make sure you're tracking your competitors as well as yourself and see where you are, see where the holes are that your competitors aren't ranking for and go after those keywords. Okay, cool. So you're tracking the keywords through um, the keyword tracker tool in Helium 10. What, how, okay, so you mentioned keywords and you're going after things with a certain amount of volume. Um, I mean, I know what I use. I obviously, I use the Helium 10 stuff, um, all, all the keyword tools. Is that what you're using or what do you use to figure out what keywords actually go after? Oh, okay. So um, after you use Magnet, right? You have to use Magnet to validate the, the main keywords. So get about one to two main keywords. So you know that those are your main keywords. Because sometimes, right, you think, oh, maybe garden host is the main keyword. But actually, 
water hose is the main keyword. You don't know which one is correct. So I would use magnet to validate the top two keywords. And then from there, I would go into Cerebro, put in your top five competitors and run a reverse ASIN on your top five competitors, download all of that onto a spreadsheet, and then now sort based on search volume, sort like highest to lowest. Depending on how many keywords you get, you know, I get so many of them, I don't do all of them. So I pick anything that's like above a thousand monthly search volume and up, copy all those keywords, put them to Frankenstein to remove all the duplicates. And then from there, I go into Scribble to write my listing, weaving in as many keywords as I can. So, you know, number one, use Magna to validate your keyword. Number two, Cerebral, run reverse ASIN on five competitors. Number three, put it in Frankenstein. Number four, put it in Scribbles. The key thing about using Scribble, and I love that tool, mainly I use it to, to help my page with conversion. My conversion rate right now is 27% on one product and 30% on the other product. Wow. And because of that, my PVC is like super low. I have A cost in the teens. I have a few campaigns right now where my A cost is like seven or 8%. So you, when you weave in these keywords using Scribbles, right? I think there's one step that people forget to do that's super duper important. Mm -hmm. After you're done throwing all these keywords in there, you have to go back and smooth out the sentences. You're writing for a person, you're not writing for a robot. So if you're not good at writing, you can like outsource this to like a VA on Fiverr or Upwork.com um, because you're writing for a person, right? Sometimes I see listings on Amazon where the sentence doesn't even make sense. It's just keyword after keyword after keyword. They just jam it in there and the sentence doesn't even make sense. So that's like the last step that I think a lot of people tend to forget. Okay, that's cool. Okay, well, why wow, we got somebody that really uses the Helium 10 tools and, and work. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, full conversion, it's super duper important. And also, Manny, I want people just to also remember when you're doing PPC, you know, like we all try to keep our A cost low, right? Mm -hmm. So people are like, okay, well, if my cost per bid is low, my A cost is low. I know that. If I raise my price on my product, my A cost is lower. I know that. But what people sometimes forget is your conversion rate will also keep your A cost low. If you double your conversion rate, your A cost will get cut in half. Mm, so you smart. have to make sure your listing has a good conversion rate. Yeah, yeah. No, that's smart. So for those of you guys that are, you know, we just throw a bunch of weird words at you like Cerebro and Magnet and Scribbles. And so those are the names of tools um, in Helium 10, guys. If you're interested in that, there's a um, there's a free trial. You can test everything out, obviously. Um, um, if you're interested in actually purchasing the plan, there's it's, uh, it's $97 per month for about 20 different tools across everything. There's also a Chrome extension that gives you just a lot of, a lot of information. But uh, basically Janine just kind of went through the order. Um, well, you know, she found a product. She then does keyword research on the product using magnet. She goes into uh, Cerebro reverse ASIN in case you've never heard of that is basically you put in an, the, the product ASIN, ASIN of, of whatever it is. And then it goes out and it tells you what keywords that product is ranking for. So the cool thing about that is it'll pull up stuff that might not even be super relevant. Like you wouldn't think it's relevant, but it actually is generating sales for this person, right? Um, or for this product. So it gives you a lot of cool ideas. And I don't know if you know this, Janine, this is one thing that was added. A lot of people don't know, but 
I know that you take everything, you bring it into Frankenstein. Frankenstein is a, a keyword enhancer or processor guys. It cleans everything up. But did you know that like in Cerebro, you can run, let's say you run an ASIN. Okay. And then you, you said you run it on your top five competitors. You run the top five or let's say three or four, whatever it is. Um, but then you can go into history and you can select those three or four or however many you want and then hit view. And then it brings them all in deduplicated already. Did you know oh, that? Oh, no, I, I never knew that. I got to play around with that today. Yeah, it's a cool oh, thing. Really cool. So that you can see all four ASINs on the screen inside Cerebro all already deduped and you can sort by search volume and everything. It's a, it's a little feature that a lot of people don't know about and it's kind of cool. So, oh, wow. but, okay, so you guys, so, so you are at this point now where you have your keywords figured out. Um, you've optimized your listing in Scribble. Scribble just allows you to type in um, your listing and use every single keyword, make sure everything is inside your listing. So that's really powerful. Um, how do you go about outranking your competitors now? Because you, you, um, we talked, you said that you're for your main keyword. Well, let me ask you, what positions are you in for your main keywords right now compared to your competitors? All right, so for the two main keywords, right? I'm actually number 14, mm -hmm. and number 14 and number 12. But my sales double the number two guy. And my product sells for more than $10 of every competitor I have out there. And it's because of uh, a combination of different things that I do. So remember I talked about all those number six, number seven, number eight keywords? Mm -hmm. I rank really well for like the little guys. And so even though I'm at the bottom of page one for my two main keywords, uh, my sales volume is still double the amount that my competitors are doing. Like my BSR right now is in the 400s or so. My competitor, the closest guys are like a thousand. And then a the guy after that's at like 2000. They're not even close right. to my volume at all. And, yeah, so, uh, so you're getting, so because in order for that to happen, it means you're just driving a lot of sales from all kinds of keywords. You might not be at the top of page one for the main keyword, but you're getting sales from that, but you're also getting a ton of sales from everywhere else. And, and that's, that's actually bringing your total sales volume higher than theirs. What, well, how much do you sell your product for right now? Roughly. My product, uh, I'm using a split test right now. So it goes up and down by a day, 39.99 to 43.99, depending on the day. And my, the number two guy and every single one of them is $28 or less. Wow. So you're about 40 bucks to their 28, $28 you said? Yeah. And my sales still more than twice of the number two guy. That's awesome. Okay. And then, um, so how do you, you have something you've, uh, you mentioned it briefly earlier. You said you stampede the whole thing. <laughs> you, have, you have a stampede method, right? Is that right? Yes. To call yes. It? Tell um, us about that. Sure. Is, so, no, wait, but before we get into that, is that, is that a launch? Is that your launch process? Um, it's my ranking process and okay. how I maintain my number one position. Let's hear it. Okay. So, um, Amazon gives you all these different tools, right? And I think a lot of people, they use it, but they don't really know how to, what to do with it and they use it at different times. So I have a very strategic, symbiotic way of bringing all these things together at the same time and just kind of hit it from different angles. Um, so Amazon gives you coupons, they give you promotions, like promo codes, they give you, um, they give you uh, Amazon giveaway, also PPC and headline search ads. So I use a combination of these things and I run them all to like the same keywords that I'm targeting. I do it all at the same time in a very strategic way. I don't have time to kind of get into like the nitty gritty details of it right now. Um, if people want to learn more about it, they can go to the stampedemethod.com. And I, I have a few blog posts on there where I walk you through the whole process. But using a combination of PPC, headline search ad, and Amazon giveaway and coupons and all those things at the same time. Okay. But the key again, you have to work on your conversion rate. If your conversion rate right now, anyone who's listening to this podcast, 
I want you to go to your Amazon Seller Central account, go to reports, under business reports, look at the column that says unit session percentage, because that's your conversion rate. If it's less than 10%, you gotta work on your listing first. You have to. And then if it's more than 10%, you can start doing little things and just kind of try to get it to 15 or 20% at least. And then once you're there, everything will just kind of flow. You have the money to play with PBC because you're converting really well. Your ACOS is gonna go down. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. So that, there's a lot of information here. So guys, you, you now know um, keywords are, are massive. You want to drive, it sounds like uh, Janine, you're, you're bringing in traffic from all kinds of places. I guess the stampede, right? You're, you're uh, not only running it through coupons. You do you run, do you do the CPR method for things as well? Uh, yes. And you know what, when I see people on your Facebook group, go on your Facebook group, right? They say, hey guys, I did the CPR method and I'm, I fall off page one. Anyone that, and this happened to anyone else, they like yeah. go on there crying foul. And I'm like, no, the CPR method works. It's just, it's your page converting. Does your product suck? Like no matter what you do, what strategy you do, right? If your product suck, you're not going to say page one. And if your listing really is really, really bad, you're not gonna stay on page one either. You have to work on that first. So get better photos. And I know you have a photo uh, photography service, use that. Or you can use your iPhone, just buy one of those. I have like an Amazon, I paid like 150 for like a, one of those boxes where you take your own photos. Yeah. Just use that. You don't have to spend like thousands of dollars for like a crazy photographer. Use that 150 bucks. Improve yeah. on your listing and then do the um, method we just talked about in Scribbles and Frankenstein Cerebral and then work on that. And also, um, I would also split test. I, I know you don't have one right now, man. I'm waiting for you to roll out a split test feature because I'm using all these different tools, right? I have this service over here and that service over there. If only someone can bring them all together. So I'm waiting for you to do like a split <laughs> test thing. We're so trying, have, we're trying. Yeah, please. Uh, so you have to split test a title, your bullet set, and your description mm -hmm. to see which one's converting. And you just kind of keep working on it. I yeah. worked on my page from like 19% conversion. Now I'm at like 27, 30% conversion. That's a phenomenal conversion rate, guys. Um, if you're listening, um, I, I know so many people that are under 10%. Um, and, and it's going to vary depending on a lot of factors, right? If you're selling, you know, something that costs $3,000, your conversion rate is probably going to be substantially lower than, than something that's super cheap. Um, can I ask you real quick, and I want to go back to some of the things you just mentioned, but um, when you're selling a product for $40, what do you source it for? Can you say roughly? Yeah, sure. About uh, 10 bucks. Landed. Landed 10 bucks. Okay. That's great. So that's after all expenses. Um, not, not including obviously Amazon's fees, but to actually get it to the Amazon warehouse or is that landed at the port? Uh, landed at the port and then maybe like another 25, 30 cents to get it to Amazon. Okay. And if I had done that air shipping, it would have cost about $14. So okay. in, in product research that that's also like something to look at. You might want to go for a product where you need to do it uh, via a boat order because mm -hmm. that sometimes that a lot of people, they don't want to get into that because they're not familiar with it. Go and do things other people aren't willing to do. That's how you can be successful in this business, right? You do things that other people are like, yeah, that's too hard, not gonna do it. If you do it, do things other people aren't willing to do, you will come out on top. Yeah, uh, what that, I want to bring up um, just a historical thing that I've done um, in the past. You probably have run into this as well. There's gonna be chance, or, or probably times where you get into a product 
and it's a home run and you're like, oh my God, sales are going like crazy and you're going to stock out. There's nothing you can do, right? It, I mean, you can, you can do what a lot of people do, which is try to raise the price and slow it down. But that messes, I, I believe that messes with your metrics and then it hurts you long-term. So when you stock out, you've got to order stuff and you want to get things back really fast. Um, whatever you do, I mean, let's just say you can get your, your uh, factory to turn around and start making the product right away. Right? Immediately they have, they can get it out to you. If you put it on a boat, you're a month out, right? If you ship it by air, you know, you can get it in a few days potentially. But if you're selling something that's heavy or it's big and you're trying to ship it by air, your hose, it's just going to, you're, you're going to, it's not going to work in most cases. If you're doing something that's small, then you can do it by air. And we've done that where we've run out and products were small enough where we could express air amount and we can get them back into stock really fast. But then we've had other products that are just too big and we're like, ah, we have to bite the bullet. It's like, all right, it's going to go on a boat and it's going to take, you know, 90 days before we get it here because of, you know, the factory's got to make it, then it's got to ship and then it's got to go to Amazon. Have you run into that problem? Uh, yeah, I did. You know, many us Amazon sellers are so funny, right? We want to sell, we want to sell, we want to sell more. And then when we run out, we're like, oh my God, I ran out, my life sucks. It's yeah. like, no, that's a good <laughs> problem to have. Running out is a good problem to have. And uh, whenever I did run out of my products, I find that it doesn't take that long for me to get back to number one, M maybe less than a week. Like my ranking and all that data, Amazon rewards you for being on their platform for a long time. Not only because all the sales you've already had, but the history. If you keep your feedback score up and do everything right, Amazon rewards you for, for already being there. They're not going to forget about you and have you start over just because you ran out. I find that I, I've run out of stock three times, especially last Christmas. But each time I run out, as soon as I came back in stock, it's about a week and the sale would just pick right back up right back to where it was before. Perfect. And I don't raise prices, slow down sales. Um, I listen to you a lot and I know you said not to do that anymore. So I did it and it, it worked out. My ranking's still great. It's still there. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and that's, that's the awesome thing about this industry um, is there's so many different ways of doing things. Um, what works for somebody might not work for somebody else. Um, you mentioned, you know, somebody launches, uh, what we've had people say, oh, I do, I do this launch process exactly how you guys explain it and it doesn't work but it works for, you know, eight out of 10 people. It doesn't always work for everybody. Um, so you guys got to try, you got to experiment. Uh, Janine hit it, hit the nail right on the head guys when it comes to photography. Um, I, I should do exactly what you did. I bought a little light box off of Amazon. I think it costs a hundred or $200 and I put my products in there. I had a good camera. I didn't use my iPhone. Um, not the new iPhones have pretty good lenses now, but I would create, I would do my own white background photography. I actually did a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the photography. You guys can do that or you can hire a service. If you, uh, you know, you just want to make sure it's done right. Um, Janine mentioned we have a, a photography service. If you guys want that, it's at pixel perfect photography.com. Okay. You guys can check that out. But photography guys is, I mean, outside of keywords, it's at the top. Okay. Um, you can do all you can with keywords and get your product ranked to the top. And you're basically, you paid your way essentially to the front of the line and you've got your, your food out for everybody to take a nibble on. And if it looks like crap, if it's garbage, no one's going to want it. They're going to skip past you and go to the next person, right? That's what your product is, right? With your product photography, it's got to be appealing. It's got to be awesome. You got to make sure that that's good. Now you can invert it too, right? You can say, well, you know, if I don't use the right keywords, they'll never find my product. So you're going to have the best listing ever, the best, you know, images. But if you haven't optimized for keywords, and you can't be found, then you tank, you, you, you gotta, it's, you gotta get everything right. Um, all together. Right, Janine? Yeah, definitely. And I know you, I forgot the name of the tool, but you have a tool where you can check the 5k checker. 
Yeah. You can check to make sure your listings indexed for the keywords that you want. So after you've done writing your listing and putting it on Amazon, you got to make sure, you know, you wait the 15 minutes or so. It takes the algorithm a, a few minutes to pick things up. And then you run those keywords in the 5K checker and make sure you're indexed for them, the ones that yeah. you want. And it's, it's not, you know, you move them around. Maybe the word was in the description. For whatever reason, it's not ranking. Put in the bullet, put in the title. Make sure you, you are indexed for those keywords as well. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. So guys, there's, I mean, I, I feel like I almost hired you to, uh, to plug. <laughs> awesome. uh, no, I just love the product and you know, keywords are so important and my product has so many different keywords to describe it. I watch it like a hawk and yeah. I, I, I do keyword like all day long, every day. I know every single day where I am and what I need to go for. Yeah. And guys, if, here's the thing. If you're just starting out and you're not at the keyword phrase, you're in the product research phase. Here's what I recommend you do. Go to helium10.com forward slash x-ray. That's X-R-A-Y, like an x-ray. That's a tool. Uh, most people are probably going to be familiar with Jungle Scout. They've been around the longest. Um, it's a tool that we've included in Helium 10 that's similar to that, right? It, um, it has additional data, different data. Um, but as soon as you go to that page, helium10.com forward slash x-ray, you can download the Chrome extension. You have to go there with a Chrome browser. You download and install that. And it gives you a ton of uh, things that you can do while you're searching Amazon. While you're actually doing searches on Amazon, it fills in extra data on those products. So you get like, you can see um, where they're ranked on things. You can see how much inventory your competitors have of those products. You can actually see how much they're selling, how many units, how much money the products on a search result are making, all that kind of stuff, right? So it gives you valuable insight as to uh, what that niche or what that market looks like so you can make a decision. And obviously you got to do additional research, um, but you can, I recommend it. If you don't have that, go get it. Uh, you can use it for free initially for a while, um, for, for quite a while. And um, yeah, it's just something that I want to make sure everybody has and, and can use. Um, let me ask you, Janine, um, are you selling, uh, just a few more questions and because you've, you've dropped a lot of information that's been cool, but a, a few more things I think um, our listeners might be interested in. Are you selling um, just in the USA store right now or are you, are you more global? You know, only in the US, you know, Amazon is trying really hard to promote their uh, European store. I actually got an email from them to get like a thousand dollar credit if I expand into Europe. And at one point I almost thought about doing it but um, you know, my, my business partner, Brian, he's been a real rock star to me. And he's the one who got me started in this whole journey. He told me, are you, have you maxed out in the US market? Are you maxed out? If you're not maxed out in the US market, if there are still opportunities, if there are still keywords that you can do, if you can still trample on the number two guy and trample on the number one guy, then do that first. If you're completely maxed out and you feel you are, then sure, think yeah. about expanding to Europe. But don't lose focus. Don't try to do too many things at once. I almost did. And I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah. That's super valuable. I, I think, man, it's very rare to find somebody that thinks like that um, because everything that you listen to out there outside of what I teach, I guess, um, almost everybody says you got to diversify, you know, expand into these markets, get into Walmart, go over here, get your Shopify and you're going to lose, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to get overrun with like panic and it's just too much going on. You can't do it all. Um, as Janine said, guys, and I believe I agree with her 100% max out in one particular market as much as you can before trying to take on more work. Because if you go to another market, you've got to duplicate everything you, you're doing, right? You got to set up all your PPC and everything over there. You got all kinds of new rules and regulations when you go to Europe, for example. If you go to Walmart, it's a whole different game. You got to figure that out, right? So focus on one thing. And again, yeah, just like I would just follow exactly what Janine said. If, if you're maxed out, then uh, then go beyond that. If you can build teams, if you get to a point where you can build teams and they can do that for you, 
then that's a different story. But if you're just starting out, it's just kind of, you know, you're, you're trying to get out of your current job or you're just starting out focus, you know, start with one thing, put it down, achieve that, and then move on to the next thing instead of having a hundred things. And I speak from experience, right? When I was first starting out, I tried to do too much, you know, and um, it just about <laughs> killed me. So the entrepreneur's uh, problem, right, Manny? We always try to do way, way too much. We yeah. always next thing, what's the next big thing? And then what's the next shiny object? Right. And I, I almost did that. And I thought I had already maxed out on, on my Amazon because I was number one for a long time. And the next guy was like so far away from me. Yeah. But then my Brian told me, no, you got to keep focused. And it was so weird. I focused on it. And all of a sudden my sales like went from about four to 5,000 a day. It went up to like six and now I'm at like 8,000 a day. That's and I'm, awesome. I'm still number one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how that happened. But no, that's awesome. Let's do a room that I didn't know about. Oh, and quick story. Uh-huh. I thought I had all the 10 keywords, right? I was so fixated on my keywords. I was going after them. Just about two weeks ago, I put in new, um, I put in new competitors in uh, Cerebro to run a reverse uh, ASIN. I saw a keyword I didn't see before. And now based on search volume, it's actually like the sixth highest. And I'm like, I spent all this time and I never knew about that keyword. So now I'm going after that keyword. And I, and I think that's why my sales have really gone up too, because I'm discovering keywords that wasn't there before. Yeah, that's great. Um, guys, you should be doing this. I always recommend um, at least every couple months, go in there and just run a report and see if you see anything. The, the Cerebro is cool to just kind of find you know, maybe your, your competitors have found some kind of weird keyword phrase that is generating sales for them. And Cerebro will, will unveil that. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Um, and the other thing I want to mention, I, I guess we didn't mention this at all, Janine, but um, there's a lot of tools out there that do keyword stuff. Some of them do it uh, well, most of them do it poorly. Um, but the biggest thing is you want to use Amazon data. So um, Cerebro and Magnet by Helium 10 both use real Amazon search data. Okay, guys. So that's what you want. If you're going to be basing your business on actual search volume, you want real data. If you, and it's crazy because you can compare our numbers. There's, you'll start to see a, a, tre, a, a trend between you know, people are, are tools that are using real data because the numbers will be pretty much the same. And then you'll see somebody, you know, like a popular software over here that has just wonky, weird numbers. Right. And you're like, just crazy. And I've seen clients or not clients. I've seen friends um, and, and people that listen to the podcast post screens and like, Hey, I've been targeting this keyword and it's got like 300,000 searches per month and I'm not getting any sales. And then we look it up in our tool and we're like, oh yeah, it only gets like 2,500 searches per month. That's not the main keyword. That's like, you know, the 20th most important keyword. So use real Amazon data. That's why I recommend guys uh, check out our tools. You're going to be happy uh, with, with the results. Um, the other thing I want to ask you, and we'll close with this. You said you get you know, in the beginning, it was crazy. You're trying to, you know, the, the whole shiny object syndrome. How many hours did you work on this business in the beginning? And how many hours per week would you say you're working now? Uh, so it really varies. So in the very, very beginning, I, I was able to do things that my competitors weren't willing to do, right? I was offering things to customers, post-purchase, other people weren't doing. I respond to every single feedback that I have. All the negative feedback, I respond to every single one of them. Uh, I reply to all of my Q&A questions. It shows people that I care. And I've had people tell me, I bought your product because you answer all your own questions and I see you active on the page. That's why I bought your product. I've actually had customers tell me this. Mm-hmm. So I, in the beginning, obviously, I spent a lot of time doing that. Um, I was working, I, even though I felt like I'm on it a lot, no more than like 20 hours a week, Manny, no more at all. 
And there are weeks where I decide, oh, I'm going to go to Arizona and go hiking. Just last month, I went to Sedona. I went hiking for five days. I did Amazon a total of 30 minutes in those five days. That's 30 crazy. minutes. It That's was a crazy. Yeah. Uh, how big is your team? Do you have a team right now? <laughs> you wouldn't believe me when I tell you this, right? So I'm on track to do $2 million this year. I have one VA working for me. She wow. answers my messages. I have one person. What, how crazy so that? Amazon is crazy <laughs> like that. Amazon, it's... it's <sighs> All right. So how, how many hours does your VA work and what are the tasks you give your VA? See, I, I said I was going to end it with one question, but I got more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ma she mainly answers all the uh, customer messages that I have. So she, so I give her, uh, I write out t email templates, SOPs, flowcharts, and I give them out to her. She does about 10 to 20 hours uh, per week on, on messages. And right now I'm in the process of trying to systemize other things that I do that's redundant. Anything you do that's kind of on a repetitive basis that doesn't require brain power, um, write it down on SOP and try to systemize everything and outsource as much as you can. So that's what I'm in the process of doing. But right now, just the VA answering customer messages, I do everything else. And it's crazy to think that I can get $2 million per year just having one VA. That's the power of Amazon. Yeah. And if you're going to be at, you know, 20 to 30% margins off of 2 million, you're looking at a nice payday for the end of the year. So that's awesome. Okay. So final question for real, if you could go back in time two years to just before you're starting your Amazon business and you could talk to yourself and give yourself either a cool strategy or give yourself some advice, something that would really help you out. What would it be? What would you t tell yourself? Don't give up. The first product may not work, keep trying. Number two product may not work, that's fine. You learn the process, dump it, and you move on. Just don't give up, believe in the process. You're learning, whether you think you are or not, you are learning. Maybe it's number the part number four, maybe it's number five when you hit your home run. You do not fail until you give up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, we've been speaking with Janine Hong and she, I, you're going to have to go back and uh, everybody that's listening right now and just replay this because it was a lot of, uh, a lot of material that was talked about, a lot of tools that were talked about, a lot of nuggets that were dropped here. And I think if you really pay attention to what she was saying, um, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's going to get you a lot further in your business when you're first starting out. Cause there's so many things in there that you need to be doing. Right. I mean, we talked about keywords and product searches and, and how to rank things. That, uh, I mean, it was all over the place. I was just cool. Usually it's pretty structured. This was, I like when things get kind of all over the place, uh, just means it's going well. And, um, you know, I probably could have kept this going for another hour. I love talking to people that are just crushing it and doing it well. So, um, you guys, uh, Janine, if, if they want, you, you mentioned it earlier, but if they want to get a hold of you, you are hanging out, um, in our Facebook group, the FBA high rollers, people uh, will post this and, and tag you in there. Um, if anybody else wants to reach out to you, is there another way they can get a hold of you? Yeah, sure. Uh, so if they go to my website, the stampedemethod.com, um, they can just send me an email. It's me answering the messages right now. I don't have a VA doing it. Feel free to reach out to me, send me a message. I'll get back to you. Um, and I, I'll also do some tutorials on there on how I use, how I do my keyword research, how I use Helium 10. And I, I also go a little bit into talking about my Stampede method, using like all the Amazon tools to kind of rank your product. So go to the stampedemethod.com feel free to send me an email or reach out to me in the Facebook group. Cool guys. And um, as I mentioned earlier, also head over to uh, helium10.com for slash x-ray and start your product search um, today. Get going on it. So Janine, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It was awesome. We're gonna have to do this one again. Um, we'll, we'll expand on it and go from there.
You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.